Hello and welcome to the Women's Rugby Pod. Another episode this week as we're gearing up for the World Cup. We've got all the reaction from Penny Hill Park and the England squad announcement. Today at the Vale Resort down in Wales for reaction straight off the back of their 32-player squad being announced by Jürgen Cunningham for the World Cup out in New Zealand. First up, we hear from the Wales captain. Who else? Show a new Delighted to be joined by the Wales World Cup captain. Just how good does that sound? Yeah, that's the first time I've heard that, like that, Johnny. So yeah, it's pretty, pretty epic. You know, it's always a privilege to to captain this side and captain your country, but to do it in a World Cup feels extra, extra special. And yeah, so I just when Johan asked me, I had to like pinch myself. You know, never take for granted, um, you know, what I've had before and. Um, felt like I really had to prove myself in, in training and really graft hard this, this pre-season as well. You know, with us all being professional now, it's a, it's a different ball game. And uh, when you were asked me, obviously, the answer was absolutely yes. And and thank you very much. But, I, you know, it's a, a bigger honour than just captain in any other campaign. When you hit that red button to, to end the call, what exactly did you do? When what? Sorry. When you ended the call with Johan? I was face to face. Oh, you face to face? Yeah, it was face to face. When you got out of the room, did you jump in the air? Did you squeal? What? Yeah, yeah. It was uh, like uh, took a second, and then was yeah, literally one. It was you in the veil, so I couldn't, you know, (laughs) celebrate too hard. So I had to be a bit reserved. But yeah, it was um, yeah, literally unreal, you know, feeling and um, just feel hugely honoured to be to be in this position. Hugely honoured. It's a hugely exciting time for, for women's rugby, as you and I have, have spoken about for, for, for a while now. Um, just how excited are you, the, the potential of this squad, this 32-player squad that, that you were taking to New Zealand? Um, the most excited I've ever been about a squad. You know, the the belief that we've got now from, even though you know, we've had two tough warm-up games and didn't perform our best, Day to day, we see what we can do on that on that training field and can feel it as as a squad. And we've been able to push ourselves to our limit so much harder than than ever before. And three sessions a day really get some more detail in, but also push ourselves physically, recover, and come back and, and repeat it. So we know how hard we've worked. We've known we know and feel how far we've come in a short space of time. So my confidence in this squad to be able to do something special is up there with the most confident I've been. How how, how do you and the rest of the management team and leadership group, because the, the transition's been, been so quick, even today, big sponsorship deals and all the rest of it, you look like British and Irish Lions, um, it, it's moving so quickly and contracts and all the rest of it. I guess you want to be three years down the, the line and just managing those expectations that you've got to walk before you can run. How difficult is that for you and Jörn and the rest of the management team? Yeah, it, you know, it's hugely difficult. I think we've, like, accelerated so much over the last eight to nine months, you know, from gaining our first 12 contracts to how our progress looked in, in Six Nations, how the team performed compared to where we were before to, to more contracts, to over 30 of us training full-time throughout summer. Um, sometimes, you know, we've got to just realise how far we've come 
um, and how much better we are doing and how how much how better it feels but um yeah so sometimes we just need to take a reality check and be like no we are doing doing well you know but it's um it's good because our expectations are always high and we want to keep pushing pushing those boundaries but when things don't go to plan I think that's the biggest test then how we come back down to earth and make sure we we put things right and and then move forward again because that's life not things things aren't going to be perfect all the time you're not always gonna have the all-rounded performance and things might not always go your way but how we respond to that would be our biggest test two more um you had a special visitor at training today. Yeah. Who was it and what was his message? Yeah, Gerald Davis was here, obviously the president of the, of the WIU, and um, he just, you know, spoke to us about our England game and, you know, he hopes that we move forward from that because he knows how hard we've worked and, wh- you know, what's next. And it's important that, yeah, maybe we did dwell on it for a bit, but we now concentrate on New Zealand. But... He wants us to go and have the time of our lives out in New Zealand, enjoy each other's companies and, you know, concentrate on our next job. And that next job is our first game against Scotland. And, you know, he spoke superbly. He's an inspirational guy. And, you know, it was an honour to have, have Gerald here. And to be fair, you know, he's been a big follower of, of us since I've been captain the last few years. He's been to many of our games and he's been there with his wife after speaking to us and has been a a supporter of us so it was, it was really nice to see Gerald at training today and you know he wanted to personally wish us well but you know that's really inspirational a guy like Gerald and you know his what he brings and what he represents as well um, was really I think we all took a lot of wisdom from that yeah you could listen to him all day long just finally if there's any one message you can give to the rest of the 31 players for six weeks what would that message be it's a tough one, isn't it? One message. I'd say, like, let's go and enjoy, but do what we do to our best ability with smiles on our faces. So, yeah, that's why I would say, like, let's do what we do to our best ability, but with smiles on our faces. Because, you know, we've got it all here. Um, we've got to believe that. And most importantly we get the best out of each other when we're happy and we're enjoying what we do. And, you know, we're lucky enough to be professional players now, travelling to the other side of the world to play in a Rugby World Cup. That's a hell of experience, and we get to do it with our best mates, essentially. So let's uh, make the rugby good and, and enjoy our time together. Awesome. She ends it with an unbelievable soundbite, <laughs> as ever. Enjoy the opportunity. Thank yeah, you. and just really, really Cheers, enjoy Johnny. Next up, it's Georgia Evans, the Saracens flanker. She knows how to win for club. Now she wants to do the same for country down in the land of the long white cloud. Here we are then, Georgia Evans, World Cup squad, um, new sponsor on board. You're days away from going to New Zealand. You just got through one of the last training sessions. Which sort of cloud are you on? Are you (laughs) nine or somewhere in between nine and, and 15? I'm just like on my way to Mars at the moment. I'm just in a bubble of, I've got no words, which is quite unusual for me. So yeah, completely overwhelmed and like, yeah, on my way to the stars. Haven't had the easiest route here with a a very bad injury, which you did incredibly well to to get back to playing so, so very, very quickly. When you're in those darkest moments and you know there's a World Cup looming, does today seem sort of unbelievable? Yeah, completely surreal, like like I said, overwhelming really because 
at the time, it was a question of whether, in my head, will I get back for the squad? Will I get back in time? Will I be up to standard? The girls did such a great job in the Six Nations. It was all about me coming back in and, and finding my form again. So to then get the news and to be here today is a pretty surreal moment and like like completely magical and like all the words to express um, happiness, like unbelievable in one word. <laughs> And 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 your your take take on, on on the squad. I'm not asking you to pick up to the individuals, but the the blend and the balance. You're away from home for for a long time. That that blend and balance and the gelling of a, of a team, off the park, is just important as potentially on the park or to, to give you the results on the park. You happy with where, where the squad's at? Oh, 100%. I think when we went to Canada, um, we treated it as a, like a mini World Cup. So this was how it was going to be away from home. Um, how are we going to deal with that? Being with, you know, one roommate for 10 days, um, being together all the time. How are we going to entertain ourselves, the groups are in? So we really utilised that to actually um, cement that. Actually, we've got a great group of girls. Like, everybody's fantastic. Like, everybody likes each other, as far as I'm aware. Like, we all get along like house That's not what they're saying. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, like, it's all about that. But like you said, the balance of um, when we have our downtime, getting to know individuals who likes to be on their own, who wants to be in a group and playing cards and what have you not. So we've got a really good group of experienced girls who have been to many World Cups who kind of know the deal. We've also got a lot of girls who have never been away from home for this amount of time. So it's about leaning on those experienced players and, and those who you're comfortable with and almost making it home away from home, essentially. This is family, and I think the lead-up to this for six months um, of all of us being together has actually been so helpful in cementing them bonds and being able to actually tolerate each other off the field <laughs> yeah and that time we're in Canada yeah I heard that that was yeah, really really beneficial that you went went and did that kind of stuff who's the games masters then who's the social sec who's playing the pranks <laughs> come on um so we actually are at the minute nominating who we're going to have for social sec who that's we're bigger have than world fines. cup selection yeah like massive so we're all waiting it's coming out today this afternoon <laughs> who's going to be in charge of all the fines all the social sex so um at are you the in moment, the running oh god no i'm at the bottom of the list <laughs> <laughs> i'm not one to put my hand i think i get a lot of fines i'm probably not great to take over that role of giving the fines out because i'll be earning a lot of money by the end of the tour <laughs> brilliant stuff but you, you'll have a you'll have an amazing time when you get to new zealand are you one of those who desperate to dump the bags in the room and, and, and get out when you when you got a bit of downtime and, and see the country and experience it fully yeah 100 percent. i mean we're going all the way across the world to do the one thing that we love as a job but also it's it's about being able to explore and, and meeting new people and that's the beauty about rugby and everything and stuff like this it really enables us to go and actually see the world which I never thought I was going to do as a job so um yeah I'm going to dump my bags and straight away grab a load of the girls going to go find the best coffee place which everyone does <laughs> um and go and have a look around see the sights and, and hopefully get a little bit of exploring done one last one from me we look at the the, the pool games Scotland New Zealand Australia you've got to say that the pivotal game is is that first game against Scotland team you, you know incredibly well beat them in the six nations of course just just how crucial is that game and is there a, a danger that you almost think about it and talk about that game too much um i think i think the pressure comes from ourselves essentially we know that that scotland that opening game for us the scotland game is going to be um probably the hardest battle um 
I don't think that we're putting too much on it. Okay. We've just got to make sure that internally we know that we're at our best. We know we know our stuff inside and out. We know what we're doing on the pitch exactly at the right times. And I think our performance is going to be the biggest thing for that Scotland game. I think if we perform well and we do the basics right, I think we'll be absolutely fine. Um, that is just the kind of opener for us. That's our World Cup opener. I think Scotland will be the biggest test, but all the pressure comes from ourselves and our performance. We know that we have to perform better than we did against Canada and against England. We know we've got some rights to wrong, wrongs to right. <laughs> and if we do that, I think it'll be absolutely fine, but we are under no illusion. That's probably going to be our biggest game, but we do have battles coming up against New Zealand and Australia. So we're not going to put too much pressure on that. We're not going to put too much pressure on ourselves. It's just all about our performance and, and doing what we do well. I'm going to stick one last one in. Go on. The most important question I'm going to ask you today. How many bows are you taking? <sighs> I can't take my bow suitcase. It won't fit in my what? actual suitcase. So I'm taking... WRU, pay <laughs> for additional <laughs> luggage. Please, come Please. on. Please. So I've had to throw as many as I can into my hand luggage. So there'll be different colours, varieties, but, you know. Can't wait to see those <laughs> and you in the World Cup. Many congratulations. That's perfect. Thanks so much. I'm Lisa Burgess, and you're listening to the Women's Rugby Pod. Next up is Larry Norkett, following in her sister's footsteps who played in the 2014 Rugby World Cup. Ellie tragically, of course, passed away aged 20 back in 2017. Larry has also accepted the offer of a full-time contract until the end of the year. Clearly, she was a happy bunny. Larry, thank you so much for joining us on the Women's Rugby Pod. You've just been named in a Wales World Cup squad. Um, there's a half a smile there. Inside, <laughs> what are the emotions doing? It's pretty surreal. It's been a whirlwind of uh, a month. First cap, first contract, and now I'm going to a World Cup in New Zealand. So just a bit overwhelming, but good overwhelming. Yeah, absolutely. It's been, as you say, a, a whirlwind time for you almost coming from, from, from the cold. What do you put that down to? I think persistent hard work and never giving up. I think, you know, when you've got something in mind, you've got ambitions. As long as you work hard, you'll always sort of achieve what you want to. And I think if you're persistent in what you do, um, your routines and always aiming high, I think it's a good point to start. So, yeah, over the moon. And what was the reaction of fellow players and friends and rest in the squad for you? Just over, over, over the moon for me. You know, my my family have supported me through this, through my rugby journey. Uh, my fiance does all the work behind the scenes, so you know, helping me um, doing off-field sessions. You know, different things. He's always there for highs and lows of selections and stuff, and it's just been amazing. They just they're just so pleased to see that I've got a seat on the plane to New Zealand. Speak about your family, it'd be remiss if we didn't. Of course, your sister yeah. appeared in 2014 out in France. Were you out there in Marcosi? I was indeed, yeah. I was in the crowd. We went out there for a good month, so it was a pretty surreal experience. I remember watching her from the crowd, and I was always in awe of her talent. She was only 17 going to a World Cup, so it was just amazing to see, and I was always so proud, and that was my best memory of her playing rugby, I think, out in the World Cup. It was just so... I was so proud of her. So presumably then, this makes this that little bit extra it's even more special you. yeah just you know eight years on from watching her in the Paris World Cup to now knowing that I'm going to New Zealand in a World Cup eight years on I would never ever 
if anyone had said to me in the crowd, do you think that you could ever play in a Rugby World Cup? I would have probably laughed and just thought, I'm not a rugby player. But looking back now, I know that, you know, she will be so, so proud of me. And um, yeah, it's just a dream achieved. Family coming out, are they, they're making plans, busily booking flights? Yeah, I think they're going to do a last-minute flight, my mum and dad, because they came out to Canada to obviously see my first cap. So my um, my fiancé is doing his teaching degree, so he'll be watching at stupid o'clock on the TV. But, um, yeah, hope my parents are hoping to come out, so, yeah. And you personally, now, as the coaches will tell you, and we heard it today on the training field, the easy bit's done, you're on the plane, you want to get on the park... What are your expectations for you, for you personally, once you once you hit the ground in New Zealand? Um, just work hard, keep working hard, keep learning. I think people, you're not just going out to a World Cup to not play. I think everybody wants to stamp their stamp their foot on the position. So for me now, it's maintaining my jersey and also working hard and doing the best I can to get on the field in a Rugby World Cup. So yeah, the hard work never stops. And from the moment we land, you know, that's when you've got to put your ma- your mind into the game mode and ready to hit the ground running have you played in new zealand before never it's a real fishbowl looking forward to that i'm very excited yeah it's um i just can't believe i'm going to new zealand to be honest i'm mohan and you're listening to the women's rugby pod karen lake is next on the pod the veteran welsh international full started at the last two world cups Injuries and all the rest of it have prevented her getting to a World Cup. So she is absolutely delighted to be named in this 32-player squad today. Where are you exactly? Because this yeah. day of being chosen in a, in a World Cup squad has has taken you a long time. You've had a yeah. couple of attempts at it. Yeah. But you're now there basically. Last training session's done or they're thereabouts. Yeah. You're about to go on that plane. Yeah. Can you quite believe today's happening? No. I can't, like you said, um, third third attempt as such. Uh, first one, I think it was a year after Jacob was born. So, yeah, didn't wasn't really ready for that one. Uh, 2017, just personal reasons, withdrew from the squad. Um, and then, yeah, this one then, like it's always been the height that I wanted to hit in my career to make, make a World Cup. Like, Six Nations are brilliant, the... I, I love the Six Nations tournament and everything, but the World Cup, like, is it was always what I wanted to aim for. Um, this week, I just I convinced myself I won't go in, um, just with the niggle that I had. So in the build-up, I just thought there's no chance they're going to risk it. Like, it's just come at the wrong time. I won't be ready in time. So yeah, I convinced myself I wasn't going. To be honest, I was looking at flights to go out, um, and then yeah, here I am <laughs> speaking to you again on the plane on Friday. Oh, it's outstanding. Um, a couple of things to, to pick up from, yeah. from there. One is, what was Jacob's reaction? Well, he, f- he forgot after. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he went to school in the morning. Um, so Steph said to him, like, don't wind mammy up this morning. Like, she's really stressed. Um, she, you know, get your clothes on, get your breakfast done without, without being a pest. Um, so he went to school. And then when he came back, I was thinking, oh, he's going to ask now. Nothing. I was like, oh, how was your day in school? Yeah, good. Okay, what what did you do? Yeah, fine, nothing. And then about an hour later, he was like, oh, did you, are you going to World Cup? Are you coming with us or are you going? I was like, I'm 
Mammy's going with the te- with the team, and he was like, "Oh, nice, nice, yeah, good." <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, straight back to Lego. Yeah, as long as I'm going, yeah, he's he's happy whether I was going with them or other squads. <laughs> oh, brilliant! Absolutely fantastic. Yeah. You, you mentioned you mentioned this niggle. Yeah. So it, it's been a real grind. Yeah. Did you have moments where you think, "Geez, this just isn't this isn't meant to be." Yeah. Um, and I, and I've had two missed opportunities, and now I've got this niggle. It would be silly for them to take me. Did it? Yeah. Did you have those moments? And, yeah. And if you did, where does the the power and the, and the belief come from to to get you to where you are now and training so hard? I mean, you were running up, yeah, constantly not very hour. fast. <laughs> well, no, well you, you are a hell of a lot faster than I would. So uh, no, yeah, it was. It's been a roller coaster the whole. Like, because I was out with concussion first through the preseason, so I missed two weeks with the new protocols. So that was two weeks. First session back, then hurt my calf. Um, yeah, it's been a slog. I've had um, what they call troughs and waves, is it? Is that what they say? Yeah, daily waking up really positive. Like, I think that's waking up positives helped me. But by the end of the day, I've been crying like nearly nearly daily, just because when I feel like I'm getting somewhere with it, it was just I'd try a little bit too much, and then I was in pain, and then. Next day, I wake up and I'm like, oh, it's fixed. All I needed was an ice bath. Like, they're great, lovely. And then I go to do something again and it was just another, like, setback. Um, the girls have been really helpful, like, picking me up, to be honest. Like, I'm, I, I'll always pick the girls up. Like, one thing you've done today is better than yesterday. Like, it's brilliant. And they've they've kind of turned that on me then and they've, they've really pulled me through as well. But with it being potentially my last chance at a World Cup, I think that's what's really kept me going. Like, this could be the last chance, and I've got to give it my all to say, if I didn't get selected and I'm gone, at least I've given it my all. Um, and it's on my terms. Like, yeah, an injury is an injury, but I can still prove and do progresses for the coaches to see. Um, yeah, and then to get, like I said, like, it was that build-up in the week. I was thinking, I'm nowhere near getting onto the field. So maybe they won't won't take a risk and take me, you know, but... Before the first game, I was still three weeks of rehab and training that I could have had, like this week and two weeks we're out there. Um, and yeah, they've they've taken the risk, so it's, I was very grateful, very upset. A lot of tears came out Friday morning. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a bit of a re- relief as well that everything I am doing it is being seen and not like sometimes you feel like coaches don't see the progress off the pitch, but they are always watching, like all the management in talking physios, um, S and Cs, like. Everything you do is is being watched, isn't it? So all the little gains I was making off the pitch, they're hearing about, and yeah, they've taken a chance. Yeah, you'd be one of the happiest people to to get on that plane yeah. to, to New Zealand. You you mentioned the girls there. You've been in yeah. the, in the squad and, and around this setup for for many a year now. Yeah. Rate this squad in terms of the names, but also the atmosphere and, yeah. uh, and the, the cohesion. Yeah, it's a real close knit team in the minute. Um, it's really built from autumns. I think we had a really good autumns. Um, I think coming in and having having Nigel say that Johan and stuff are committed as well for, is it a 2025 World Cup as well? Um, I think that just lets you settle a bit and really get um, the relationship with coaches, management and everything. And then us as players then can kind of relax and forget about all that stuff happening that we can't control really. Um and yeah, like we we live by our values. We have value meetings quite quite often, like maybe monthly, just to reveal the values of what we want and what we want to achieve off the pitch, on the pitch. And you know, everyone's buying into it. We've you know we've been given everything we've asked for to a degree. You know, we've been given contracts, we've been given a setup, everything. 
so it's up to us then to to live by them and adhere to them and yeah it's probably one of the best best squads I've been involved in at the minute with how close-knit we are and willing to sacrifice things for each other finally yeah Scotland first up yeah. probably the pivotal game in the, yeah. in, in the pool um, are, are you dreaming of tackling Helen Nelson that kind of, <laughs> those kind of people now uh, yeah um, for myself personally it's just keep taking over with rehab keep ticking the boxes I know it's a generic thing but I can't think too far ahead I've just got to take day by day and if that is that I'm ready by Scotland for selection then that's that but you know, I'll back the girls and I know every any team that goes out there will, you know, be able to do a job. And like you said, it is probably the most important game. Like, it's, it's as we say, it's a must-win, isn't it? So, you know, all eyes are on the first game and I, I back any of the girls to do it. We're absolutely delighted for you, genuinely really delighted you. that uh, you're on that plane. And I hope you, and I hope Jacob really enjoys it. Yeah. He's got to go and see Lord of the Rings land and that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah, might be a bit scared. But yeah, yeah, enjoy yourself in New Zealand. Thanks Thank so much you. for joining us. Thank you. Last and no means least, a lady who needs no introduction, well, very little anyway, an Olympian, and now she is going to a World Cup as well. A world of a player, Jazz Joyce. Here we are with Jazz Joyce. First of all, Jazz, a huge, huge congratulations on being selected for the World Cup. Where are the where are the emotions now? Thank you very much. Um, yeah, excited. I think Johan's touched on as well. The easy part's done. We're selected for the World Cup. We go to New Zealand. That's the easy part now. Done. You're selected. Still keep putting in the work. Still keep working hard. And yeah, so focused on Scotland first game. How did you find out? We found out via email. Um, so. I know Johan rang some players to say congratulations or, or unfortunately you're not selected. So yeah, the email was a um, just a yeah email saying, dear player, congratulations, you made the squad. And then following that then, maybe about a day later, we found out the whole squad then and who was selected. Um, what were you doing? Were you doing that day? Were you sat literally on the computer refreshing every 14 seconds? Pretty much, yeah. So he said <laughs> it was coming out at 10 and I think it came out at seven minutes past 10. So um, on edge, yeah waiting to to get the email so a very long seven minutes a very long seven minutes yes <laughs> so now that squad is, is together just just your thoughts on that squad it's a it's a real mix two or three players on fourth world cups that kind of stuff 18 potential sort of world cup debutants your thoughts on the blend of that squad yeah it's fantastic we've got the experience of girls who have been to four world cups if they can filter that through let us know how best to prepare for a World Cup is fantastic. I know some of the girls have, have sent through stuff, how to prepare, bring in pillows from home, bring in pictures that, to make it feel more homely as well. Like, at the end of the day, we are away for six-plus weeks, so how can we best make it more like home so we feel relaxed and, and kind of at ease in, in New Zealand? But also we've got some great talent coming through, some of the younger girls who've, who've, who haven't been to a World Cup, who haven't played in Six Nations, things like that. So, yeah, real good buzz and energy from them as well. They're excited, they're new, they're, yeah, just waiting to go, I think. It's it's brilliant mix of people. You've obviously travelled the world, played in some really big stadiums, huge amounts of crowd on the, on the sevens, been to Olympic Games. What what experience and knowledge can you bring and impart on these on these younger players of, as you say, it's not just about being on the on the park, but also how you engage with each other for a long time away from home. What are you going to bring to the party and impart to those youngsters? 
Yeah, I think we had a real test in Canada, um, culturally wise and also off the field. So I think a lot we we haven't travelled as a squad. Normally we go to Ireland, France, Scotland. We we only travel for, for three days and then we come back. So to travel away for a, a week was yeah, it was a brilliant test for us and we learned a lot about each other both on and off the pitch. So but I think the main thing for me is my advice would be to enjoy the moment. So not not think, Oh right, okay, we wanna to get to a World Cup final. It's right, we've got Scotland first. Just enjoy the moment and embrace everything we do. So in, enjoy the training sessions. Enjoy when we have days off. Enjoy when training sessions go wrong because you get to learn from that as well. So I think that's massive from me. And I think sometimes in an Olympic Games, you, the pressure gets to you and you're solely focused on performance, performance, performance. And then you're, you're, you're stressed and you get caught up on it. And sometimes I haven't enjoyed the moment as much as maybe I should have. So that would be my advice and that's what I'm going to take on. The happier you are, the easier it becomes and the more relaxed you are on the pitch. So, yeah, just embrace and enjoy every moment going going through. Great advice. Just just finally, what are the expectations of, of this squad? I've said it before. I am definitely a person who wants to go out and win everything. I'm competitive in, in everything no. I do. So, yeah. <laughs> so, a gold medal for me. I, I want nothing nothing less than a gold gold medal. But I've said before, our main focus is Scotland. We go put in a good performance against Scotland. We win that. We are in the battle with a potential quarter, quarter place final. We are then on a high going into play New Zealand. Um, it's going to be tough. Home crowd, home crowd for them. They're going to, um, yeah probably be on a high from their last game as well and then we've got Australia last so we put in good performances against them we are in a quarterfinal great stuff go well enjoy the flight and uh, all the very best thanks so much thanks